Hi, and welcome to Life with Catherine, episode 12. Brandon Walker from the Nashville Predators Management calls in to chat about high school, hockey, and broadcasting. I created this podcast to highlight the kindness and positivity in people, and uh, Brandon certainly qualifies back then and now still. So thanks again, Brandon. Here we go. You're hilarious. <laughs> okay, so welcome to Life with Catherine. This is my super duper podcast. Um, Brian's with me here. He's my husband and he wanted to listen in too. I invited him. Wonderful, Hi, wonderful to meet you, sir. <laughs> okay, so uh, what was, um, we obviously ran in different crowds in high school. I was kind of a little more with the hangout with Liz Morgan and Kathleen Cronin and stuff. Um, what was high school like for you? You played on the Capitals, right? Yeah, I played uh, I played hockey through high school, and um, you know that's kind of all consuming of everything back then. And it's kind of strange how it is now, even. But uh, yeah, it was kind of you know my scene. I guess I was one of those ones that it was a, a family thing, and it was a thing that we did. You know, kind of. From the time I was about five years old, I remember playing hockey. So, um, you know, great friendships, great relationships that continue on today. I think it uh, helps you kind of any sport does, whether it's hockey or basketball, football, whatever, um, kind of learn how it, there's discipline as far as, you know, commitment to a team, commitment to your school, and, um, you know, practice preparation, all that kind of stuff. So uh, I, I'm a big believer in, in high school students in athletics or, or some kind of activity. And who was uh, on the team with you? I, I don't even remember. I blocked it all out. <laughs> so our, our group was uh, Ludd, of course. Um, you know, Mike Quash, Cam Bond. I actually just ran into Cam when I was back uh, a couple weeks ago. Shane Devereaux. Um, that's awesome. You know, guys like that. We all, yeah, that whole Nathan Gregorich, that whole group of us. So we're all kind of, um, we played together year after year. I think Greg Strom, Stromy and I played together for the, the time we were honestly about six years old until... We were 18. We played together. So, awesome. um, you know, like I said, you, you, you develop those relationships that, uh, that last a long, long time even after hockey. Man, I feel like I'm like 16 years old listening to all those names. <laughs> those names have lasted in the past. Eh? It's totally funny. Um, why don't you tell the story of your career path, where you started? <clears throat> sure. Well, I started uh, out of high school. You know, kind of the, the hockey thing ran dry for me um, right out of high school to the point where, you know, I, I could have gone and played on a junior B team in Vermillion, Alberta. It was my, the best offer that I had. And uh, when Vermillion, Alberta is your best offer, it's probably time to start thinking of a different location because um, nothing, not, no offense to the good people of Vermillion, but I don't know of too many good things that have happened around there. So uh, I decided not to do that. I was referencing hockey a lot of the time and kind of, switched gears looking at that, and um, as luck we have, it, uh, an opportunity came up with the Citizen um, right out of high school. As I was doing a little bit of um, kind of freelance stuff, I guess, for them in high school, um, you know, just the usual high school report type stuff. Um, journalism was something that was kind of starting to pique my interest. So, uh, I remember that. A reporter, yeah, a reporter of the Citizen, and um, I 
took it with the intention of it just being a short-term thing, and it turned out to be five years. <laughs> uh, so either either they weren't too active in looking for somebody, or I did a good enough job that made them kind of slow down their search a bit. But um, I did that for five years. Had a couple interviews, uh, like then Nanaimo Daily Free Press and other places. Wasn't getting anything, and the reason why was because I just didn't have the paper, um, the paperwork on my wall to show that I had you know gone to school for it. So. Uh, again, refereeing was still a big part of what I was doing. I, I wanted to referee in the Western Hockey League, which meant moving to Vancouver, which meant uh, trying the BCIT thing. Uh, so I went to broadcast journalism school at BCIT. Did you go with Neil Bennett? He, he went there, right? Yeah, I, yeah, Neil was a year before me. Um, and he actually was a big help kind of learning the ropes of how the school you know, worked and, and how it was going to be and all that. And actually, we lived together for probably six months when I first moved over there. Did you? That's awesome. Um, yeah, and he, uh, he went to Toronto on the TSN internship. Oh, that's right. That was why he ended up, yeah, he ended up moving out. So he went to Toronto on that internship. And, of course, you know, in his world, he never came back from Toronto. So um, he's, you know, he's still there doing the acting thing and, yeah. and all that. Um, out, of, uh, out of BCIT, though, I was there for two years and, um, Kind of had switched up to the to the broadcast play-by-play world, and uh, started. We went to a job fair down in Phoenix, Arizona, for the Western Professional Hockey League. And uh, at the at the job fair, I got a, two interviews. I had one with the San Angelo Outlaws, and one with the Tupelo T-Rex. Um, and Tupelo ended up offering me the job, and I took it. Uh, sight unseen, never been to Tupelo. In fact, I never even called a hockey game play-by-play. I faked the resume tape. Um, in uh, in college, we went down into the uh, one of the studios and closed my eyes and pretended like I was at a hockey game. So I just kind of I did pretend play by play and then went back over and dumped some uh, crowd noise over top of it. So when I got to when I got to Tupelo, um, you know, we we went through the summer. I got down there like middle of July. Went through the summer. I totally forgot that I faked my way into the job. Got there for the first night. That sounds I, like I you. Yeah. yeah. Pretty confident that you know you you watched a thousand games on television. You know we probably call one okay. I had the I had the journalism training, so I knew how to sound and whatnot. So I figured I could fake it to the people at Tupelo well enough that they would probably let me hang around for a while. The only thing that I I couldn't fake on my own was how to set the equipment up mm-hmm. because I'd never done that either. Because I said I'd done play by play, which yeah, but that also comes with a little bit of a, a technical side of things on how to set the equipment up. So for the first night, I had no idea how to set the equipment up. Thank God I got it. All ready to go. And then you'd be really, you'd be really nice to yeah. the people who work the sound. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Um, and uh, the Tupelo thing was good. It, it kind of died after about three months. Uh, the the radio deal that we had with the local station wasn't as good as what they thought it was. So there wasn't quite the the same agreement that I went down there on. I uh, wasn't going to be able to continue it. Um, at the same time, that was happening. Shreveport had. Uh, their radio guy leave for a better opportunity. So I was able actually to basically just move about seven hours down the road to Shreveport, Louisiana. And uh, that was a much better situation. Ended up being there for three and a half years and uh, came to Nashville on a, on a entry-level hockey ops job um, after my time in Shreveport. I love the play-by-play stuff and I love the, the broadcasting, but it's a really hard racket to make it all the way to the top. You know, you think about John Shorthouse, who's doing Canucks games with, 45 years old now he's going to be there for another 20 years so yeah yeah, it doesn't you don't see much change over there and Um, he really put his time in what's that he really put his time in john shorthouse (laughs) oh absolutely yeah shorty was shorty was at at bcit about three years before i was so when he got that job
job in Vancouver College 15 years ago now, and he was 30 years old, the rest of us are sitting there going, Jim Robson just left it. He had it for 30 years. Shorty's 30 years old and just got this job. This thing's going to come available in about 35 more years. Like, so, you know, it doesn't, those, those opportunities are few and far between. So yeah. when a chance came to come to Nashville in the hockey operations world, which was, you know, kind of my ultimate thing anyway, from if you would ask me when I was 10 years old what I would have wanted to do, um, an opportunity came here to do that, I, I jumped on it. Nice. And now, what do you do? Like, my listeners don't now know. I'm <laughs> manager of hockey, sorry, manager of hockey operations, um, which basically is all of our uh, player involvement in our hockey operations department. So anything that comes from our business side, say, um, you know, marketing ideas, community ideas, uh, different ways that we can brand our players, different ways that we can have them, you know, benefit our community and benefit um, themselves even, you know, through, through initiatives that they might have. Um, kind of comes through me to get to them. Instead of having our entire office bugging our players with everything, it kind of comes through me. So I work real closely with our guys to make sure that they're, um, you know, in the best situation they could be. It also includes all of our travel throughout the season, all of our, uh, you know, scheduling of, of everything that we do. So everything that our, our team does as far as getting on an airplane, getting into a hotel, uh, when we go, how we get there, all that comes through me. Excellent. Now, Brian had a question for you, so I'm going to throw it to him. Well, I'm, I'm confident asking this question now based on what you've said in terms of your involvement in hockey. You mentioned that, you know, from roughly five, you played it. Then, you know, you got into sort of the, the uh, broadcasting side of things and, and just finished what you said about what you're doing now. Have you ever had a, a moment um, where you just sat there and you just wanted to, like, crack a huge grin and, like, that... I can't believe this is happening moment, whether it was meeting an idol, somebody you idolized, or you're at an event where you're just like, I can't believe I'm here. I can't like believe this is happening. It's so <laughs> surreal. Yeah, you know, I think there's, there's kind of twofold, I guess. You know, yeah, I've met some people where it's like, wow, you know, you, you, you saw that person on television your entire life, and, you know, now you're, you know, working in the same world as what they are, and, and you want to pinch yourself, whether it was Wayne, Wayne Gretzky coaching Phoenix um, when I worked in Nashville, you know, you pass each other in the hallway enough that uh, you all of a sudden start to know the face and you give each other that kind of how's it going nod. Um, you know, Joe Sacknick, that happened to me this uh, this summer. We became, you know, through a, a mutual colleague who I have with the Avalanche, she connected he and I, and next thing you know, you're texting each other back and forth about something. It's like, are you kidding me right now? This is Joe Sacknick. Like, That's cool. You know, that's pretty crazy. Um, but, you know, like you said, there's, there's times, though, that, that all the time you, you see things. And I think the biggest thing that I've learned is just to not take it for granted that this is a pretty cool thing to be able to do. There's not, you know, maybe there's 29 other teams with 29 other of these kind of jobs. And, um, you know, you, you really do your best to not take it for granted and just kind of enjoy every day because as cliche, cliche as it sounds, it, it can kind of go away at any minute. So, um, you know, every day, whether it's uh, game seven of a, of a playoff series when we're, we win a big game and, and you move on to the next round, that's exciting. Or whether it's a Tuesday night in, you know, Calgary or Columbus or wherever, those are just as exciting because, you know, you learn to appreciate those just as much as, as any other because they could end at any time. Also, running into Catherine at a reunion, that was a very lucky thing for you too. <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> it's all good. Um, 
do you have a skill that you learned as a youth, like as a teenager that you keep with you now that you completely value as an adult? Um, I'm sure, you know, I think as silly as it sounds, one of the best things that, that I did was, was work at the keg. I think, you know, as, as far as jobs go, um, you know, or even anything like I, I worked at the Calgary Community Center for forever. Um, those customer service type of positions are awesome because, you know, like you just learn on the fly. You learn how to deal with people. You learn how to work in different environments. Um, the miners also taught me a ton as far as that goes. You know, in our office in Shreveport, we had six people. So, uh, you know, we were really, you wore a lot of hats. You got to really um, kind of tip your foot in a lot of different things and see if you like doing that part of the business. Um, while at the same time, you know, you, you have a minor league budget, minor league kind of world. So, again, it makes you not take for granted the things that we have up here. Get very creative. <laughs> also, yes, yes, very creative. <laughs> did you, uh, I think I saw online, did you go to see Guns N' Roses? Yeah, we just saw Guns N' Roses uh, three weeks ago, four weeks ago. Oh, my God, what was that like? Axel's, uh... Oh, I bet. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. It was, Nash, it was national, so Chris Stapleton had to open up for him, of course. They had to have some kind of country influence. Who did? Chris Stapleton. Oh, Chris Stapleton. Oh, okay. I'm going to go Google him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, last question. Is there anything you're excited about this season? I mean, like, P.K. Subban just sounds like a total scream. But is there anything you're looking forward to? Screaming so far, so that's good. So. <laughs> no, so far. Okay, go have fun. Thanks. Good, 
Good luck to the Predators and yourself. Thanks a million, bud. Thank you. Take care. Okay. Bye. Ooh.